Can we find the book? Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Fax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, guys. Hey! So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. As Flavio said, we're here again Tuesday night. Jack, Dax, and Blue Stocking. Rita and Lawrence are already tuned in. Thank you, guys. Oh, and it is uh, disgusting, miserable hot life in the desert. Uh, I'm back home from my whirlwind trip to uh, Indiana and back. Uh, but you went somewhere with water, though. <laughs> I, I, I saw water, yeah. I crossed <gasps> water. You were near water? I, How did it smell? <laughs> <laughs> we got rain here last weekend for like 10 minutes. I mean, that was South Austin. I, it was not here. Yeah, I, yeah I it wasn't here either. That was, was that, Sorry, that, that was, was it. Yeah, that was y'all. I, yeah, I saw I saw that on Facebook. I'm like, who's getting rain? Because getting no rain. Yeah, nope. It's just hot, dry, and miserable. Yeah, it's but, just the outside. Outside smells like burning, <laughs> and I don't like that. Is it, is it supposed to smell like searing flesh? No, probably not. <laughs> oh, that's just me. So, in in completely non steampunk related, the weekend. Uh, after I got back, this guy knocked on my front out of my door Saturday afternoon, some stranger. And uh, I answered the door, which apparently is not what you actually do in this neighborhood. But I answered the door Good and Sam. he said, hey, I just saw a dog get thrown out of a truck. Oh, no. On the street from you. And uh, I came to your house because you have you have a, a sign uh, on your front, on the front of your house. It's it's one of those, you know, Black Lives Matter and. Uh, a sign that shows that you care about something. All the all the rules of the house, and so apparently that means you know if you need help, you have to you, you come to my house. <laughs> I mean that's that's. T- I mean that's yeah. You. Yeah. I, I just didn't expect anybody to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are now a sanctuary. <laughs> I I guess I got to get used to that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, down the street there was this little dog hiding under a a little SUV. Um, and it was, you know, hottest time of the day on Saturday afternoon. And, uh, the people inside are looking out their windows. What are you doing? What are you doing under my car? Uh, <laughs> lucky you didn't get shot. I'm stealing your Going car. After a dog. Dog, lady. Is it your dog? <laughs> There's a dog under your car. You should take care of that. So, <sighs> so oh, no. now I, I see, have another I see tags. dog. So you're keeping this one? Yeah. <laughs> She's got so many problems. I can't just somebody who won't, who won't take care of her. Look at that little face. Oh, she's she, what is she? Chihuahua? Um, we think she's a chihuahua, but uh, people on the internet said she was a, a rat terrier. Rat terrier might be in the dog. Aww. she's so tiny. Oh yes, she's very little. And those eyes are huge. Oh, she's beautiful. Erica named her Pepita. Ah, okay. Oh. Very good. Oh, she's Approval. sweet. <laughs> and yeah, she just got her her name tag. Oh, okay. Get easy, easy, everybody. Oh. So why did you decide to keep this one? Uh, well, she's not a puppy. Uh, so she's True. not tearing up everything in my house. Yeah. How old is she? Did they think? Um, between three and four. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. Yeah. And uh, she she was in terrible condition, uh, riddled with fleas, Aww. and uh, she's she's got a 
what do they call that? The her hip. hip oh, the yeah. oh, poor baby. Yeah. Um, so the fleas are easy to take care of. Yeah. And uh, we're getting her uh, vaccinated. And uh, she just had puppies. Oh. Um, Was she a puppy mill puppy? Probably. Maybe, but I mean the. Yeah. <laughs> she she was she was still you know lactating and those puppies would not survive without her so I, I don't know yeah maybe they were already gone there's I, I'd just be guessing yeah there's no telling what the story is there but she's safe and she looks pretty comfy <laughs> yeah. like, I found it this is the place <laughs> yeah yep oh, she got gone. Her side eye game is strong, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, she's she knows what she's got. She's happy. So. Yeah. This is a uh, got to be better than wherever it is she came from. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, she didn't have a chip, but even if she did, I don't think we'd give her back. I mean, yeah. When we got Brax, it was obvious that he was probably two to four years old. It was obvious he had been owned by somebody, but he wasn't. Chi- he was fixed, but he wasn't chipped. <laughs> like, well. Whoever gave him up was stupid, and they're never getting him back. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Goodness. People make bad decisions, and yep. hopefully someone's there to, to, to pick him up and take him up. So. Well, congratulations Yay. on your new dog. Yeah. Nice. Always a big deal. Yes. My, my other exciting. dogs have been feeling jealous, and like <laughs> they're not getting enough attention anymore. Yeah, I mean. Oh, hello, Kitty. Kitty's in. So the whole gang's here. This is great. Gang's all here. So yeah, it's it's dreadful hot out, yep. and uh, I saw a meme on the internet that says when it's dreadful hot, you have to drink water. No, no Red Bull, no uh, Kool Aid, no Gatorade, <laughs> Starbucks, like whatever. <laughs> whatever internet. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Whatever this is. Oh, oh what is that? Goller, Goller, Rosh beer. Rosh beer. I don't know. It Have was you on sale. Sounds like two dollars. <laughs> oh boy! You're the Boydy, king of the top here. thing here. I'm like, it's two dollars for the whole bottle. Nope. Nope. Oh, here we go. There. Okay. Well, go for it. I'm gonna grab mine real fast. <laughs> and I know blue stocking. You're not feeling that well, so you're staying Red away from the liquor. Yeah, I. Like I said, headaches. It's just kind of a migraine, kind of tension. Really know what it wants to do. I'm used to it. I've been getting them. It doesn't make them any better. No, but it's just kind you. of the background noise of my life. <laughs> All right, let's see. Ooh, okay. Good? Oh. oh, this is really good. <laughs> oh. Oh. At first, it started kind of creamy, um, but it's wow, grainy. What is this? Like, are we talking like TV show grainy? Like, the, like need to change it or like sand? Grainy? Like a it's, lot of it's silky. a smoked beer. Smoked, okay. Smoked, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you, you put I've it in a pan and like you, you, you kind of did this over the grill with it. Or like liquid smoke. Maybe <laughs> toss the liquid oh, smoke boy. into the. <laughs> I mean, Jack. I know you're familiar with that device that you like put. Ah. Oh yeah, Matt Your loves fire and gets smoking, and you can smoked smoke old fashions. My husband's obsessed yeah. with smoked old fashions now. Yeah. They are. They are so, worth it, and I've yeah. actually looked at trying to make me a little device for smoking that. Yeah. Doing that so this is kind of like that, but in a beer. Interesting. Okay. It, a bottled beer. I've never in had a, a bottled beer, like beer this yeah. before. This is Were cool. there more? <laughs> Not in the clearance section that I <laughs> okay. stole this from. <laughs> well, we're going to look up that brand, 
and we're going to go see if we can find more because I'm going to wander by the local local liquor store and see if I can get some or if they have some. I tell you, but I can't read it. Not only is it in German, but it's in a font that's impossible for me to read. You might uh, also check Central Market if you can't find it. It breaks my there. heart because I want to hear you attempt German. We <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> I, can, I can read this. Dollar. Yeah, I was going to say dollar. Dollar. Yeah, Central Market usually has this because I got that um that wine that they were serving at Steampunk November, the heated red, the the warm mulled red wine. Mm-hmm. They sell that at Central Market, so I got a bottle of that at Christmas time. So yeah, you might be able to find something like that there. And no, Kitty, I am not adding vodka to my Gatorade. I mean, when you're not feeling terrible, <laughs> I don't have it's... any Gator or any vodka. I have Jack and I have gin. <laughs> I don't know if adding Jack. Or I don't know gin. about yeah, gin and Gatorade. I don't. Like especially red Gatorade, no. Yeah, like that's a little too. It's my favorite maybe flavor. Maybe Gatorade. Gatorade Frost. Red you is might my be able favorite. Might get away flavor. with Gatorade Frost with the gin. I don't know. I think you're thinking a little too much. <laughs> Put a little too much mixology into because the Gatorade. Because if, if, if you put if you put the gin in there and you put the frost on there, then it's like a like a snow laden tree, <laughs> like like a winter a winter gin suddenly. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, from you, like you just hose down your Christmas tree with fake, you know, styrofoam. That white stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah suddenly the it's just, and then you tried to like joke that. To, you know, <laughs> really? Did you have to use choke that? it down? Swallow oh, that down. <laughs> that is not the That's best exactly word how that the you could have used. Taste. Jack, I'm going to have to cut you off. <laughs> there had to be a better way to phrase that. What, what sure are you drinking? How long has you been drinking? <laughs> I haven't even popped the top yet. <laughs> Oh my God. It's just been a long day at work. Okay, so what do you have, Jack? So what are you? Do- Never mind. I can't even say that with a straight face. Okay, what are you drinking tonight? So I found this, and it was six dollars for twelve. So like <laughs> nice. you, it's also on sale, and it is Wasatch Brewery's pumpkin. Wasatch. Wasatch. Maybe? Wasatch. Wasatch. The seasonal pumpkin. Oh, and that's a little off. How long has that been sitting desperate there? to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, they were. And so I'm like, you know what? If I don't die, it's all right. And I didn't care. die with the first one. So I'm like, <laughs> obviously I'm here. And so, which was a couple days ago. I, had, okay. I, wanted to, I, I wanted to drink. So it tastes very much like allspice. There's like no so real pumpkin, pumpkin flavor spice. in there. But it's season. It's, this would be if I wouldn't call it pumpkin. I'd call this. It's fall. pumpkin spice beer. Because no, that's all pumpkin spice autumn. coffee is. Like, if you want yeah. autumn flavor taste like it's yeah, this. yeah, because uh, pump- leaves yeah. and like allspice. Yeah, most of that stuff doesn't actually have pumpkin in it. It's pumpkin mm-hmm. spice. It's just yeah, you can make it in your kitchen with some allspice, or actually yeah. the the bottle of pumpkin pie spice is what I use because I'm lazy. Yeah. So oh, and it, yeah. It, it it tastes really good. It's just weird yeah. to drink in like July. July. Hey, it's but... Christmas in July. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> I'm just really hyped for Halloween. Same, well, same. Here I we need are. To, we're in the long. We're in the, we're in the Michael's, short stretch. Because Michael should have. Yeah. See, pumpkin spot kept it around until June. See. There we go. You know what? It's is a it thing. You kept it I, around, or is it because you never ran? I they. I, it's a spice. It just. It doesn't. But it gets slammed. It doesn't go bad in a season. No, it but go bad. But well, isn't it a? It's not an actual. It's a syrup, right? It's not. Yeah. It's like a. Yeah. Oh, they oh, ordered, ordered it. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, right. they do end up running out, and then they cut you off. But I always get it. I it's just like it's marking the seasons. Like so, you're in there twice, and then three Christmas- deep, and they're like, "Sorry, <laughs> yes. Jack, we got to cut you off." And then Christmas starts, and I always get the peppermint white mocha. So oh, my, my my year is marked by my Starbucks orders. It's one of those things of my my inner white girl comes out for the season. Hey, man, and I let people like what they like. I, I know, and I go in. And and I, I I recognize the absurdity of standing in Starbucks and my Uggs ordering <laughs> a pumpkin spice. I mean, you know, but hey, at least I have a cool haircut. But oh. actually, one guy, the guy with the one person that was working there one time, he didn't know my name. He was like, what was it again? What, what did he call me? Like Madison or something? I'm like, man, come on. I'm not that basic. It's bad. <laughs> streaking. Is, Blue streaking. Trying to... S- Sm- uh, no, I'm not besmirching names. I was being a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence no. has got his Glen Scotia. Scotia? He's always know. got something to do. 15 year single malt whiskey. For educational reasons. Edu- mm-hmm. Well, as a, He's always got as a person who's. I'm going to call shenanigans on that. Okay, so I was going to ask your point on your opinion since you are our current. What? Person of going to school. <laughs> What, what sort of education does that provide? But the formal I mean, education person. Wow. That's your new, that's your new title. That's until later. title? Yeah. Specialist of formal education stuff? Future future more educated. <laughs> Residents okay. in my pants. Yeah. No, what, what was the question? You just completely went shooting off the rails there, and I don't know what you were trying to get at. Something about scotch and my education. Well, he's drinking it for educational research. Ah, I mean, I actually, you know what? If he was in food science and nutrition, you could do a study about that. I have seen really boring papers about the refreshing quality of beer. Okay, 15 pages. So yeah, actually, food science and nutrition, they do studies on stuff like that, and they make it boring. <laughs> so, <sighs> well, we apparently the education they're doing is because they're pre-tripping for Scotland. <laughs> pre-tripping? Pre-tripping. <laughs> um, that's what they said. I didn't take that much out of context this time. Pre-gaming? No, it says pre-trip research, so they're pre-tripping. Jack, I do not think that means what you think it means. It probably doesn't, but it's funny. Wow. Just keep going, man. They're just... I'm on a roll. We have all of this recorded. Two for two? I'm looking for that We three. need a blooper reel. This is the blooper reel. We do it at live. The entire show. Although I probably I should have go that through all the clip. shows I... and take one ep- one like fifteen second bit from of every you show saying deep throating the Gatorade, yeah. <laughs> all right, buddies, let's move on. Moving forward, <laughs> got our drinks. Hey, I didn't start it this time. That was J- Jack is the one that's causing the problems this time. Okay, okay. <laughs> the theme is the desert this week because it's hot as the desert. The the. Uh... <laughs> The, the desert does dust that's blowing through and Darth making us Vader all would not like it outdoors right now. No. Yep. Did well, you guys... been, I was going to say, I've been on adventure movies. That's why I kicked this one out there. So. Oh, I think it's a great yeah. idea. Um, I I did you see the last uh, Indiana Jones movie? No, I not have yet. an issue with movie theaters. Um, <laughs> I, people be, I have, I can't really explain. I, it's a claustrophobia thing. Hate other so. people. Don't it's, have to explain any more than that. I understand. I, feel I haven't like, seen although, movies because I hate people. I will say this: what I forgot the I forgot to tell you all the last episode right before that that weekend before I actually went to medieval times for the first time. I went to had the the red and yellow <gasps> night, and it was more fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> Good. They have to. People are getting injured I, for your for your enjoyment. 
I was not expecting it. I didn't. We went with Shannon and Emery. So, yeah, it was it was more nice. the, the Emery thing. So I wasn't really sure what to expect. But super fun. OK, so moving on. <laughs> OK, I, d- I have not seen the Indiana Jones. No, any they latest, I haven't gone to the theater yet. The Dial of Destiny. I was a little apprehensive because of the whole Crystal Skull debacle. That was, was there a different debacle than. The fact I'm that just going to watch it. Just enjoy myself. I'm tired of having people break me. Right, well, you know break, what? I, I don't know. I, I've heard I know they nuked the fridge in that one. I thought it was hilarious. What? The I, Crystal Skull? I just, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. But for me, The Last Crusade is the most perfect movie ever. It is. Narratively it is very difficult speaking, to do better than that It is one. perfect. Like the writing, the narrative arc in that movie, it is on yeah. point. You, and the only reason you need to watch the one, like not Temple perfect. of Doom, but... The one prior, like the, the last first year, one, or the first one, so that you get the yeah. joke halfway <laughs> through. It's like you should ask the Ark of the Covenant. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> Moving yeah. forward, Last Crusade is loved it. Uh, it's brilliant. Yeah, love but it. I, the next, the, the Crystal Skull to me was it, it. It felt like an it felt like an adventure family. Movie. Yeah. Like the the one with the rock in it on the boat. Jungle Cruise the is that was Talk fun. But if they tried to say that was an Indiana Jones movie, it would not no, work. Jungle Cruises. I again was not expecting that. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so, I love adventure movies, and that is like in my rotation so now. Why is Jungle Cruise so good? I have not seen it, but I'm not afraid. <sighs> it, at this point, it's spoilers are okay, right? It's been I think a little long. bit of the of the of the um, Pirates of the Caribbean magic. The, the Throw it into yeah. On the, they're on the of, Amazon. They're in, they're yeah, on they're the in Amazon, Amazon, right? So they yeah, got like an Amazon going down the Amazon River. <laughs> slash yeah. Jewel of the Nile. Not Jewel of the Nile. Uh, the that was what one. it was being compared um, to, though, was uh, um, Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. To, it had a yeah. little bit of that romance kind of uh, yeah. characters out of place doing interesting things. Yeah. And it was and just... Dwayne reminded me was, of those little yeah. Lego... Um, so Lego, ha- instead, of per- instead of like buying the rights to... Indiana Jones or whatnot had their own like Johnny Quest kind um, yeah. of uh, the adventure character through the you think, know, yeah yeah and so it felt like that kind of movie. It was me. just silly, and The Rock's yeah. dad jokes were excellent. And <laughs> Emily were Blunt was like, really good. yeah, Emily Blunt was she was you know the the female lead. Well, female lead, but I was going to say like she's I mean she's she was pretty solid in her own right. Mm-hmm. You know, had very very Rachel Vice and the Mummy thing going on. It was just they worked really well together. They were funny. Like I said, the it was the I thought it, the adventure was very exciting, you know. And the the conquistadors, yes, they, yeah, the conquistadors that they were. They did they were a very good job. Them. Oh my god, they were so well done. <laughs> yes, they were so scary. Oh my god, they were great. So it's just it's fun. It's fun and it's silly and it's the rock cracking dad jokes for an hour and a half. It feels kind of like what Jumanji could have been. Yes. And yes. Um, if, I enjoyed Jumanji. Yeah. Like putting Jack Black as a, as a, you know, being controlled by a girl made. Yeah. Like, I mean, I loved that. That was hilarious to me. But it didn't hit quite the Jumanji. Jumanji is supposed to be like interesting, putting into a weird position and underlining always threatening from the first movie. It's, it's always un- like there's always that threat of you can yeah. die and you die in this. Yeah. The original Jumanji, it was kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. second one, I just to- felt. Yeah. I didn't feel like the horror movie aspect was in that unlying always because anything that was about to happen had the, had the drum music beating and getting louder and louder. And everyone's kind of like, what's going on? And then, you know, suddenly the plant monster starts trying to grab everybody in the house or something. Robin was freaking out. Robin. What year is it? Which, you know, played very well for that. 
But so, um, yeah, I yeah. if you haven't seen it, Thax, if you have Disney, <clears throat> Disney Plus, it's on there because that's how I saw it when it first came out. It was running on um, Disney Plus. It's just like I said, it's just fun and it's silly. It's a good, you know, exciting adventure movie. You know, like I said, very in the style of the Mummy. You know, in the in the first and second Mummy movies, where it's just stuffs blowing up and they're running from you know CGI monsters that are you know that have, hurry, hurry, hurry. Patience yeah. hurts you. Patience Not right now, is it? Isn't. <laughs> I, that movie is ultimately quotable, especially yeah. about all the horses. Yes, and five of the most beautiful people in the world are in that first movie. <laughs> I've been amazed at how how much comedic timing The Rock has. Yes, like, yes. Why were you in? Oh, never mind. Yes, <laughs> of course, that's why you were in wrestling. Yeah, this he is. Joke. He is good at the timing. He really, really is. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's just yeah. yeah, he's fast. And Emily Blunt played really well opposite him. They both did a real good job. But she's funny anyway, because I mean she's she's good really good at the serious stuff, but she's always been yeah. been really funny. So yeah. Get so that watching one. Jungle Cruise, you're not going to feel like you're hot in the desert. It's very no, it's, 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 it's a very good escape well, movie. Yeah, but it's in the Amazon, so it's not exactly no. <laughs> climate <Not> controlled. <laughs> you know. It's hot and wet. Although I was um since we were gonna be talking about this, I was I remembered when you brought up Quartermain. Uh, do you remember the '80s Alan Quartermain movies with Richard Chamberlain and Sharon I, I Stone was in one of them? No. And Sharon Stone was, and she was so annoying because she kept going Quartermain <laughs> like, through the whole movie. Uh, yeah, the fact that you brought up Romancing the Stone. Yeah. Like, did she just like that role so much? She, you know, that was in. Kathleen Turner. That was Kathleen Turner. Sharon Stone was in the oh. Alan Quartermain movies. Oh, you're right. Kathleen Turner right. was in the Romancing the Stone movies with Michael I, Douglas. Yep. My mistake, yes. Because I saw Romancing... It was, my dad took us to really inappropriate movies when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw he that. Them and he had kids. <laughs> I, I was... Dude, I was like seven at Romancing the Stone. <clears throat> so there was a lot of jokes yeah. I didn't get. I remember were, watching it around that age. Yeah, there were some things that I didn't get, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, no, that that one was that was such fun. So yeah, Jungle Cruise is kind of kind of like that and the Mummy, all that together. Because um, Romancing the Stone didn't have like the seat. They had real bad guys. Yeah, it wasn't the super, but Jungle Cruise has the supernatural. Yeah, it's the, like I said, the the dead conquistadors that are coming after them Very for the good. treasure. So <laughs> that, that's the that's the parts of the Caribbean bit that yeah. kind of rolling around. <laughs> so yeah, but, uh, at least I didn't yeah. care about spoilers. Spoilers. No, yeah. Um, no, and that—that's what I was looking forward to talking about tonight. This this uh, genre of of film and and novels uh, that are very Indiana Jones, very uh, pulp. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, comic books that that still fit within our our steampunk mm-hmm. uh, genre to a degree. Yeah. Um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I have another one. The graphic novel, not the. Well, I'm not saying we just discussed okay, the good so- ones. If you liked the movie, go I, look up the graphic yeah, novel. That's what, yeah, because because the graphic the, novel, like the movie, was like five pages. The of creators weren't novel. happy about them. They were, yeah. But I like, I actually liked Sean Connery as Quartermain, even though oh, he yeah, hated that, that role. Well. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know what that who that character was when I saw it, but Quartermain? I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. So uh, mostly for the props. <laughs> yeah. I watched yeah. the original one with my dad with like six or seven. Original what? Oh, Quartermain. One of the Alan Quartermains in the Lost City of. That was the '80s one with Chamber with Richard Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Was that, was right? that one? Okay, that's so the one that, like that yeah, the older. one that Sharon Stone was in. Yeah. Okay, so that one felt like it was a lot older, and I haven't seen it since. And I think it was yeah, it was mid '80s. That was uh 1986. That yeah. was, 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 was a, okay. it was a TV movie though, right? Mind. 
don't yeah, know. King Solomon's, it, so. but it wasn't like theater release. Says, I think it was TV movie. It, it was just a low budget movie. Oh, was it really that? Because I remember seeing it on TV. Yeah, it was very low Cassandra yeah. Peterson's in this movie. There's a lot. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of weird. Joe Jones is in this movie. It was Richard Chamberlain. I think it just came off of Thornbirds, which he was like really popular. So I don't know how he ended up. In <laughs> but I mean, I like weird them. movie. Sure, I loved them. I liked, yeah, I loved an adventure movie. Man, they were they were the best. Oh my god, they don't come out enough, and they're you know they're just so There's exciting. A cartoon that was I think it's on Netflix or something. It's about like Adventure Family or something like that. Where it's, it's the Adventure Time. No. I was gonna um, say. Oh, oh, the uh, the, they've got the dad with the huge nose and uh, no, that that's the wild thornberries. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, no, uh, I get you. That's what yeah. I was thinking of too, though. Thanks. No, no, there is a TV show. I'll have to go find it. Uh, that is essentially there is this kind of organization that basically recruits new adventurers to go on adventures and bring cool stuff back. And one of the characters was like, well, you know, the main character you're following fails the tests. And then, but his dad is like the one who like started the organization innovation. And so he actually goes off to go prove himself while fighting another one of the guys that was like his, his, um, nemesis. his coworker or <laughs> yeah, his, he becomes nemesis. his nemesis. I need a and nemesis. that's from, that's the legal guy to go do this from the, and this is and, an animated uh, show. It's animated and <laughs> it was, it was cute. It was for kids. Ah, and families, okay. and um, I think it was on Netflix. I'll, I'll admit I cannot remember, but I'm um, sure if typed in some of that, it would pop up. But um, it's I remember enough of it to go, this looks kind of <laughs> like Indiana Jonesy. I'm willing to yeah. watch this. And it had some humor in it that felt really right. And obviously they were pulling Indiana Jones on some of their inside jokes. I mean, but Quartermain goes back. <laughs> he oh, goes, yeah. he's H. Ryder Haggard. I mean, he goes back. Oh, yeah, that's Indiana Jones yeah. is based on him. It's supposed to be yeah. the American guy. Yeah, the American, the American Quartermain. The American Quartermain, yeah. Which, except he wants to return everything to the it belongs in music. So I spent some time reading uh, the novel Alan Quartermain, or oh. listening to someone read me the novel Alan Quartermain. Hey, audiobooks are still reading. No, they're not. But okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a different. I don't. Dis- I don't discount it because you're still getting the story. We will talk about that later off off the show. Ooh, okay, we will have a conversation. Maybe we may have to post that part on uh, on our YouTube. <laughs> so uh, what I didn't realize uh, first is that the novel Alan Quartermain is the last in the series, sort of. I didn't either until I was reading about it. Yeah, it, it was the sequel, but then he wrote like twelve prequels. Yeah, that's what it was like. So, he wrote <laughs> right, yeah. so he wrote a short story that that people liked, and so he finished that book and goes well. Dang, yeah. I can't I can't go forward with this because that story's finished. Yeah, it was really right, weird. Go backwards. Yeah, I was reading the wiki about him. Like he wrote like there's all these prequels to it that he wrote. Like, like okay, I mean, okay, you know. And, and I, I was so I, I'm not a big reader. Um, I read uh, Jules Verne. Uh, what eighty leagues under the sea? Twenty thousand leagues under a lot of leagues. Nemo. So many leagues. So many <laughs> all the leagues under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> or around um, the world in 80 days. There's 20,000 leagues under the right. sea or around the world in 80 days. Around the world in some <laughs> of those. Around the world in 20,000 leagues. I, and I, I read enough to realize Jules Verne is not a very good writer. No, his strength lay in his creations. Yeah, his, the, his world building. His world building and his devices. Yeah. It's but like, also, I, I haven't read a lot of writers from that time period. Yeah, it's, yeah. And it's so... Reading uh, H. Ryder Haggart uh, this week, uh, you know, 
got me back into that that time period. And so I could see some of, okay, this is the style of writing that was popular at the time. But H. Ryder Haggard is a way better writer. <laughs> well, I feel that way when I start trying to read Sherlock Holmes. I can read it. It's just I can't read it fast enough for the TV to ever turn on. Yeah, for the story yeah, to just like auto read yeah. at that point. I mean, yeah. I, it, it takes me physically sitting there and like breaking down the sentence structure with my eyes and like yeah. redoing it. So I can listen to it. I'm fine. And that's much mm-hmm. easier to deal with. But well, uh, yeah, what's try- interesting is though, I mean, when you're saying that, but like at the time, Sherlock Holmes was also pulp. Haggard yeah. was pulp. Sherlock Holmes was pulp. It's the same time period. It's just, just the way they one of them has been elevated to, you know, a classic and H. Ryder Haggard is still, but Jules Verne was largely focused on the science behind, mm-hmm. you know, he was, that was, so he was tr- putting all these ideas down, but I, you know, I mean, we already had the one, everybody, we already know? had the, the story of the guy getting shot to the Mars through a portal to go take on a, a Royal family and a whole bunch of green aliens that were eight foot tall with four arms. We needed a little bit of science in our science fiction. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Jules Verne, I guess you could consider him an early version of science fact. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we had H.G. Wells, who was just, you know. But, Jules I mean, that Verne, was... Hard you know, sci-fi. Yeah, well, what did that mm-hmm. for me was the inventions. That's what I liked about all of those. <clears throat> yeah. Which, and that's also, like, have you have y'all read Frank? I know we've talked, y'all talked about Frankenstein before, but have y'all read Frankenstein? I've not actually read it. Well, because I had we to kill- in high school. But what kills me is that she never actually describes the machine that creates the mon- that creates the creature. And yet we have it's such just, a consistency of lightning wire to, to the electrical I mean. things to a big but switch that's what into I mean. a table. Hollywood has been able to take that her very, 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 very vague description and create some of the most amazing steampunk devices that could turn a body into a monster. She's like, there's just not a whole lot to go because on was, here. Let's just we can get yeah. some platters. Because I wrote a paper about it a couple of years ago. Go off on She's the stage. Like, there's bubbling great. this and that, and it's the shadowy yeah. Garrett, and then there's a creature. Dudes yes. with some metal flapping she back and used forth. An economy of words and description and to create and people have just taken that and just gone bonkers with it and it's amazing <laughs> the amount of things that they have come up the different shows and movies all the frankenstein movies and penny dreadful yeah i mean because all you need is the light you know we know we know there was some lightning you know we got kenneth branagh running around half dressed in the in the garret and mary shelley's frankenstein you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. so, that was my favorite version i have to say but sting so did it better huh sting did it better Oh, the bride. Yes. We've talked about that before, haven't we? Yes, because I love yeah. it. I think I've seen it once or twice. It, it's mixed up in my head with um, Labyrinth because of the dress and the hair and the, the dance. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So sense. it kind of gets mixed up in my head with Labyrinth a little bit. But yeah, no, that one I haven't seen. But Mary Shelley's Frankenstein I saw in the theater. Thank you. And it was just beautiful. But yeah, no. There's some of those old pulp novels where they don't give you a whole lot of description. You can come up with some amazing devices and adventures out of them. I mean, you know, H.R. Ryder Haggard does not have that problem. He's he's very good. I've never read him. Um, What I found super interesting is uh, the uh, the Alan Quartermain movies from the 80s that I remember. They're very like full tilt gonzo you know, adventures, yes. much like the, the 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 style of that genre of film. But the the novel that I'm reading would not would not translate to a movie, yeah, unless it was like a super actually serious movie. Because the way he writes it, I'm I'm wondering, did he actually go to to Kenya and and meet people and I take notes? Because it was very believable. He, I, I don't um, know if any of it's 
True. Let's see. Right. To the internet. Uh, well, Sir Henry. Oh, he's a sir. Sir Henry, Henry Ryder Haggard. He was an English writer of adventure. Right. Um, yeah, he went to South Africa in 1875. And research. It shows. It, it, they're very uh, compelling. You feel like this guy knows what he's talking about, or he's a really good bullshitter. Well, I mean, <laughs> some some authors are. I will as someone who is trying to write a character who is having a fight in Greece, I could tell you right now, <laughs> research on the internet now is hard enough. I can't imagine trying to write these things back then. When, But like Anne Rice, when she was writing her stuff, she hadn't been to France and all these countries when she was writing her things. And she still managed to, you know, you go yeah, to the no. library, spend enough time in the library. <laughs> as long as you know more than your reader. That's why you're there. Exactly. <laughs> Which, I mean, yeah. again, the internet is probably changed that considerably for a lot of writers, but, you know. I still don't know anything. <laughs> but see, I'm the kind of person that I'll constantly stop and look things up. I did the same thing before I had the internet. You know, I would go look in the dictionary and the encyclopedias or whatever. I'm constantly stopping to look things up and see what it is that I'm, if I don't understand it. So, yeah. It takes me a while to get through books sometimes, but yeah. that's okay. But yeah. um a librarian you. I am the best. <laughs> I don't know. I saw those series of films and that guy was pretty good too. Oh, yes. The movies are great. The TV show, actually better. TV show was excellent actually yeah. that was sarcasm i thought they were all stupid <laughs> no they were good oh you drama on the show i love those movies no wiley was so cute uh i loved them they were so good no i i like those movies but i liked the tv show better the tv show was more you know better writing better cast of character and he was still in it but he was just kind of in and out but no that's actually part of what i've been trying to talk about in my dissertation is that you know these vast places that have, you know, should have treasure in them, like libraries or like Quartermain in the Lost City of Gold or King Solomon's Mine or, you know, what's in the pyramids, you know, hiding you know in. I don't think I've seen this TV show. I it was, was just excellent. watching the the films and they're very they're silly. Chic. Yeah, but the t- well, the, the TV silly. shows. Yeah, the TV show is very silly. Then yeah. I don't know if you'd like it, but Sometimes I loved it. Painful. I I'm glad it. you liked it. It was. But I also like just really silly, and also because of the le- like the legends and the the myths and the stories that they go into, and just like I said, I like adventure. So, you know, I like silly intellectual adventures where they're looking for fables and. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's one reason I really enjoy the like the Indiana Jones. It's just a very yeah, very for the treasure. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, if we're going to mention this, we probably need to mention the fact that there is an entire series of Young Young out there. Yes, that show and- is so good. And I have not seen them in like decades. They are so. online because uh, they come up every once in a while. Um, it was the Young Indiana Jones Adventures, right? Mm-hmm. I remember when those came out on TV. Chronicles. That's the whole reason that that's the opening sequence of The Last Crusade is to highlight those existing. Uh, it's the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. And I can't tell where it's streaming. It's got to be streaming somewhere, right? Unfortunately, no. Wait, really? It's not? Oh, it's... It doesn't have to be. There is no oh. there is no repository of everything. Uh, Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, well, that's easy. So there you go. <laughs> you can watch it on Disney. Well, there's I mean that actually that makes since they have the other Yeah, they own Fox the, now. Yeah. So. They own the world. Ripley so. is now a Disney Queen. <laughs> do you remember that TV show, Ripley's Believe It or Not? I do. Oh yeah. I do. <laughs> Didn't I have that. like was it the the new super Superman? Yeah, it was the new Superman at one point. It was who was Oh, the, Dean Kane. Uh, yeah, he took it over later. Yeah, he turned. I still remember the one that had Riker doing the whole factor fiction. Yeah, Jonathan Fricks. Yep. Yes. He was in the librarians. 
<laughs> he did or, some. He directed. He did some directing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, he directed a lot of Star Trek too. Like, he directed a lot. And of he's stuff. directed episodes of like the Orville and episodes of a lot of different sci-fi And that old, shows. the old, uh, the original Roswell series on yep. WB. He direct. He was actually in an episode of that too. Yeah. Oh, but that yeah, no. That one counts. Young Indiana Jones is an excellent one. It's a it's a good you know close to the time period. And actually, especially since it's Young Indiana Jones, it's a lot closer to our time period. Yeah, it's very exciting. I, I remember it being very good. Yeah, but I was a little kid, so what do I know for good? But I liked <laughs> another it. one that show that's finally coming around again that people are starting to notice that remember it happening and now you can actually get it is Briscoe County Jr. I dude, I was just about to say <laughs> oh, that actually. Man. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, baby Bruce, Bruce Campbell. Campbell. Being in the most steampunk thing at the time. Yes, yes. I, yeah. What happens if Doc Brown pretty much gets stuck back in the 1800s yeah. and meets Bruce Campbell in a small and town so and have to just do random adventures? I'm oh okay with this. God, when did that? That was early because my brother loved Early that 90s. Though. That was before Bruce Campbell, I think, was on Hercules and such. Yeah. And yeah. Zeno. Yeah, because he showed at uh, Briscoe County Junior 93 and 94, one season. Yep. yep. So. I, I, I binged Briscoe County Jr. at one point, and uh, the long, the farther you go into it, the the, the more of the budget disappears. It turns yep. into a Hercules Xena. And by that, by the end, they're like having a shootout at somebody's house mm-hmm. with like yeah. their their lace curtains in the in the windows, and the yeah. door has a doorbell and light switches, and it's just a house. Yeah, it's yeah. like Fox like, lost faith halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's oh, yeah. it's so bad. It, it had such potential to be fun. Yeah. Because a lot yeah. of shows at that time period were doing very well, like Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, and... Um, Do you all remember Young Riders? This is about the, the Pony Express. Of- Josh oh, yeah. Brolin was in it. Yeah. Very okay. young Josh Brolin, Stephen Baldwin. It was about the Pony Express, and it was very good. It was one of my favorite. I think it ran for... T- it was late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Yep. Bristol County, in the first few episodes, into my memory, it sort of hinted at, like mysterious devices that you don't know where it came from and they did weird things and they just sort of let that plot go yeah, yeah. That was like the most interesting thing i well, wanted to get into almost like they were going to go into like kind of a wild wild west mm-hmm. type cowboys and aliens. aliens yeah I, hey i i like that movie Thank that you. was a good movie i it, named my watch honestly, i love it when harrison ford plays a villain or someone that's ride. very striking. Yeah, it was fun. It's Daniel Craig and you know, yeah. just... it's Daniel Craig versus. But I also Ford I don't need a lot, of plot. cowboys. As long as I've got stuff blowing up and lots of wild adventure, I don't actually need a cohesive plot. <laughs> that's as why long we as there's, you know, well. there's stuff blowing up and a really good MacGuffin that they're all chasing. I don't need well, yeah. like you know, and there's you know, beautiful people doing ridiculous stunts. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. That's all I need. Uh, yeah, we kind of wandered out of the desert there on that one. <laughs> I mean, all right, no, we got back into it. The Wild Wild West, that counts as desert. Um, yeah, true, true. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that, I mean, and, you know, also, I, I know that that movie gets panned a lot, but I actually liked it. I thought it was. I love Wild Wild West. Pretty good job. And it's also when people want to know, you know, it used to be when people wanted to know what steampunk was. That was the <laughs> best way the movie to, I have to use for explanation. I mean, it's the best best it, explanation people remember that movie it's the the vision of the fact that the the director finally got his giant mechanical spider that he was trying to get into any of his movies beforehand <laughs> and you know it's it's just crazy it's like men in black of the 1800s i loved it you didn't know really what to expect that was coming yeah, there i liked it it was, good it was good and weird i never watched the tv series but i heard from those who I, remembered it they loved it too 
I never watched the TV. The old. I they didn't have. know there was watched... a TV. Like yeah, I knew was there was the... because that's what it was prior. Yeah. I've never seen any of the prior ones. I mean, I'd never watched it. One of the trains. So I knew it was, but it's I had from the seventies, and so the the West had a lot more velvet and mm-hmm. uh, um, <laughs> other other crushed velvet. A little they more. They weren't as good with the period costumes back yeah. then on it's most good. things. It's yeah, a little they, different. A lot of polyester and weird. They did what they could with what they had. I mean, that's all right. Yeah, they weren't as accurate, but I mean, you know, mechanical spiders, how accurate you get, so. <laughs> I'm just saying. It breathes fireballs from the Civil War era. And also, if we're talking about stuff like that, the dirigible in the second Mummy movie is the best. I love yeah. that yeah, airship so much when it's sailing through the canyon. Oh, trying to outrun Nemotep's big, big, that big I head wave. That I about. Yes, I love that thing. Yeah, it's awesome. That one actually is probably one of the more realistic-looking airships in a lot of the steam sci-fi. I like the ones in Mortal Engines. I thought they did the airship, but I think I'm the only person in the world who actually liked that movie. So, no, I love that movie. <laughs> I love the movie. I love how close it stayed with the book. Thank I you. Seen the movie yet or read the book, and I'm really annoyed with myself. Well, I liked it. It's just we went to see it. I, I think we went to that was the one of the few times I went to see something on release weekend because I was so excited and we were like oh. the only people in the theater. <laughs> I know. And we, I mean, we went early and it was the movie tavern. So there was, you know, food. But yeah, yeah, there was nobody else in the theater. I was oh. like, oh, this is not We're not getting a sequel. <laughs> this is not good. going well. Damn. It. Damn. But it was, you know, leaving and it was cities that eat other cities. I mean, come on. How is that not exciting? It just doesn't pan out to people. I don't know why I want to see a big city rolling around on, okay, oh, wheels. A lot of wheels. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, it makes sense if you think about it. Doing stupid stuff with cars. I mean, up here we've got Dallas and we've got Fort Worth and Arlington's in the middle. They're going to eat Arlington eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're not that far away from cities eating other cities. Imagine Fort Worth, wheels? this you big know. fort with like I massive can, walls and airplanes yep. spewing forth in every direction. Yeah, I can see Denton <laughs> on wobbly wheels, stoned. Oh, Denton's just like this this lesion mass attached to the side. And it's no! just got like a whole bunch of cannons on it. It's like a blister of... Like a, like, a, like a cannon blister. Are you saying my town is a cyst? <laughs> what are you saying? No, I mean, a metal one with like emplacements on it that was put on there for necessity. No, oh, okay. Yes. Better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, new steampunk video game? Uh, yeah, Lawrence says uh, check out Vulcanoids. I'm uh, <gasps> looking it up on Wikipedia and that looks crazy. Oh. I, I don't have. And it immediately started playing, so. I don't have the time to watch the videos and see what it's all yeah. about, but it looks cool. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with the train? You upgrade and everything like that, and it just as you go along with your friends, you train around and mine different stuff. I think that's the one they're talking about. I don't know. I I don't know. I opened up yeah. the video and it immediately started playing at me. So yeah, yeah. They go straight to YouTube. That right one. I've been watching that one being yeah. made for a while now. Um, it. It has very positive reviews from five thousand people. It's just it's a very small group. Oh of wow, that looks um, cool though. Yeah, I mean they've been building it since two thousand nineteen. Oh, it's a survival shooter. Yeah, it's not yeah. for me. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thing. Is it's, I don't a, do first it's a very slim, unique position. Yeah, I can't do first person. And it's that. for yeah. Another thing is I know a lot of people can do first person. Yeah, games. makes they can me do third person shooters just fine. Yeah, yeah, Warcraft and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm fine if I can as see. As long my as you're over the shoulder yeah. doing it. It's like my wife, she can play Ark and Atlas and all these other games with me as long as she can zoom behind the character. Yeah, I've got to be able to see my my character. I just, I'm going to yeah. get sick. 
Yeah. <laughs> I tried because I really wanted to play Dishonored because that is a badass game. But I was just, I was all excited. And have, you know, got it the day it came out and popped it in because I never play anything on our Xbox. And, and suddenly you're nauseous. Within like half an hour, I'm like, oh, I can't play this. <laughs> so Matt tried to play it, but he, oh, yeah, it sucked too because it's a gorgeous game. Absolutely yep. brutal. Really good. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it was a beastie punk game. Although I'm still waiting for Life of, or Lies of Peace. Very excited about that one. Yes. Yeah. Good things about it. Yes. Just I'm waiting for a couple of my steampunk mods for RimWorld to be updated so I can essentially live in a a RimWorld like in Serenity the movie or a TV show <laughs> Firefly out in the middle of nowhere and ah. have raiders and everything can attack my colony. Really? You, you want to set yourself up to get eaten by Reavers? I mean, I usually eat them. It works out well. <laughs> I won't get it! <laughs> Just gonna hear Jack screaming. <laughs> I actually make my character with a hat. Wonder, you know, he's he. I make him as my as my main kind of character. I run around. With, so I would make fun, but every character that I make in The Sims or Warcraft or whatever, they all have white blonde hair. Well, that's the <laughs> usually thing. in a big puffy ponytail. So, and if I can have, yeah. So I, I and I did not realize I was doing that until I was looking at like my the different games I play. I'm like, they all look like. Me. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Something funny about that I was listening to recently. Um, there's a. a, a it's like a psychologist study on people who are from guys who game. And it turns out that a lot of guys who have girl characters on average, if they also have a um, significant other who is also female tend to, without thinking about it, create most of their characters to look like their girlfriend. My ex-husband played in Warcraft. She was like seven feet tall and green. My <laughs> wife plays as a trollop too. That's how she likes to do that when she's on that game. <laughs> Element, you know, trollops are fairly nice looking most of the time, too. I'm okay with it. I saw I this, uh, like this sweet little meme on social media about uh, uh, this, uh, the, the person writing said uh, they, were, they went back to a video game that they'd played like 10 years ago. They were like, yes. I don't know, 13, 14. And uh, uh, the, the, the boy, the player, uh, made this character, but he was playing a girl who was older and blonde and Real cute, and uh, he uh, in in the ten years since had transitioned to a girl, and he was looking back at this old character and seeing she herself. Like her. Oh, that's it was. Oh. Yeah, I saw that. Looks like oh, a dead <laughs> And the game is old, so I know it's not like something they did like to just. They couldn't just yeah yeah yeah, which has nothing to do with the desert. I, I don't no, know. dude, we do our best. I mean, themes with themes. Unless we're all going to go on Adderall, and we're, we're not going to be able to stay right on track. It's just <laughs> oh. we have someone sitting beside us with cattle prods. We're not going to be able to stay on track. We did pretty good, though. We covered a good amount of adventure yeah. adventure movies and books. I think we even uh, talked about. I, we we hit a bunch of them. The whole yeah. kind of reason I it was kind of like wanting to you know, at least have the desert motif was you know. There's enough. Do, there's enough weird sci sci-fi Dunish things to talk about. But uh, Dune, we were going to talk about uh, uh, costume and fashion. Yeah. Another reason we were wearing these is like we're going to start talking about oh. ways to make your costume work in a desert environment. Sorry. Honestly, I have no idea though. I'm just hot. I'm just hot. <laughs> it's just hot all the time. Going yeah. In the desert. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get the point that you want to keep as, as you know keep as much covered as you can, mm -hmm. just because. I, do you want to you want to sweat or do you want to burn? I mean, pretty much. You know. and a lot of like, coverings. 
in the in the Sahara area, they actually put on more clothes. Loose white robes, desert, yeah. Uh, but they're very very loose, very light colored. Linen, and, yep. But that to me, that's just like uh, I guess that's a dry climate, and yes. so it's entirely different than where we are here, where that just makes you. It would turn into wet toilet paper on your body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. So I actually have a couple of the the um, the head. Scarfs, the mm -hmm. I forget how to pronounce them correctly, but um, I wear them on my costume fairly often, and they're great for when it's cold, you use it as a scarf, when it's hot, you just drape them over your shoulders or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it's very, they're exceed, you can see through it, and light goes through it, but not nearly, it work, air goes right through it's great. But uh, it's not like really windy or anything. It's it's a perfect. Uh, it's perfect for what it is for. Yeah, what Kitty's saying, open weave, like mm -hmm. a nice loose linen, loose weave linen, something that breathes or you know loosely loose weave cotton that's gonna but you want to keep as much of your skin covered because yeah. burning is so much worse yeah right. you'd rather be hot and wet than be than be burned and it's funny because <laughs> this is exceedingly loose weave and it's even more so now because i've worn it for so long i think i've had this year it's called threadbare it's threadbare <laughs> now and yeah. like I put it on, and I think I ripped a little, just getting it over my shoulder. <laughs> oh, like, no. oh no! But it, it's I can't wear it awesome. It's just so ratty look. I've actually considered using it for. It's been part of my prop group. I've just never actually used it out in like since when I did some stuff in, in El Paso. I wore it there because it just fit really well. But uh, that was before I had my vest in it. Also, Kitty is right. If you don't want to burn, well, the Irish or Scottish <laughs> or Scottish and German, which is what I have. Don't be from I'm Eastern as, Europe or Western white, Europe. As white could possibly Northern be. Europe. Don't be from yeah. any part of like Europe yeah. above. Yep. Just, it's just yeah. Just if you're no. above, the, if you're if you're near the Mediterranean, you're okay. But everything above. Well, oh. actually, when I was a kid, I tanned pretty well, and then I turned to go I turned into goth girl, and so I was did my best to not, you know, to be as pale yeah. pale as I could. And now that I'm old, I just kind of swell up and get red. Do. I just kind of swell up like a toad and my, you know, get all red. And mm -hmm. yeah, I mm -hmm. can't tan. And yeah, it's all right. I have a permanent. I have a permanent farmer's tan. I was gonna say so. yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't have the farmer's tan, but I've just got just like red right here, just constantly away. It's like yeah. my friend and I when I go back to West Texas, we'll like walk up to each other and like both pull our shoulder arms. White trash tan. Like this, <laughs> <to compare. laughs> who's got the darker? Who's got the more def defined yep. white line? Yep. Jack, Ugh. I just thought you were dirty. <laughs> I know. I know, right? Why it doesn't scrape me? off in the bathroom. Ah, the ring. Ooh, okay. Uh, I did want to bring up a couple of things. Um, uh, Johnny has got jo Johnny Steverson from uh, Galveston. He's got a gaming convention coming up, yep. and he has added battle bots, battling robots, to his gaming convention, which might be a very, in very interesting. Um, Johnny, send me a link so I can yeah. uh, tell Give the group pictures. Uh, about the event. Also, uh, if you haven't seen, we've, we've reposted it on our, our Facebook group. Uh, the first annual Steampunk District coming up September 23rd uh, in Mineola, Texas. Where is Mineola? I saw so that, that earlier. Is, that is east of Dallas-Fort Worth near Tyler. Oh, wait. Ah. So that's that? I'm not going to say it's close to you. It's just closer than us. Mineola. Mineola. Because uh, oh, yeah. if yeah, if that's close enough, I mean, and that's that's coming up end of September, so it should be maybe getting a little cooler, but uh, still not getting into the October, November, December party time. I think that's going to be you know something really interesting, and we should uh, we should think about. Uh, that's two hours away. That's not a bad four hour drive for us. Four hours for us. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, I, yeah. When is September ish? Okay, no, September yeah, September twenty third. It it's already posted on our uh, on the uh, Texas Facebook Texas Team Facebook page. <laughs> uh, I don't know that they have a Facebook event posting, uh, so that's not helpful. But man, <laughs> there's a lot of time between now and September twenty third. Uh, we need to. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Man, to go out there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, costume contests, tea and scones. Wow, vendors. Oh, admission is free. Wild vendors. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, admission's free, so. Sweet. Yeah, I think that it's just works. like a, uh, the just, whole. Looks, yeah, just an outdoor street party kind Sweet. of thing. Okay. Yes, totally. Yep, I will put that on the calendar. We will definitely do that because that's not. That's like a drive to Steampunk November. I mean, that's not bad. So. Yep. Cool. Cool, cool. I guess I need some uh, new clothes. Johnny Stevenson has posted a YouTube uh, link that I can't go to from where I am. But yep, can't uh, it here. Can't push the button. But y'all can <laughs> go check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, go do the internet things after after in like three minutes in the comments down down, down below. Yeah, leave yet? We got we got a couple little full, few more little bits of filing and you know paperwork first. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Well, my head feels better, quick. so y'all yes. make my headache go away. Well, I mean, laughter oh, is the best medicine. It was that or I, I can do all that. the drugs that I took before I got on the show. I mean, that probably doesn't hurt either. <laughs> Xanax works wonders. <laughs> <laughs> so we were wat- watching the the Bear TV show. Yeah, with, I've uh, heard of it. Haven't seen. There's, it. there's a scene where apparently someone puts Xanax in like the lemonade oh, at no. a party. Everyone just like passes the hell out. You know, everybody that reacts like my kind of party. I mean, I took one before I gave that presentation at that narrative conference in March. Hey, I was I got through the presentation without freaking out. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. that's all you need. It just, right? cal- yeah. it just calms me down. It doesn't. Yeah. But I only take like one at a time, not even one a day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like to clarify that, I do not have a problem. Just shave off a little bit. Little glass, make a line, and just like the eighties are back. <laughs> we don't, we don't condone drugs, drug no. use, or uh, illegal drug use. Any drug use? I at condone all. responsibility. Just, we condone. You are in charge of your own body. Beginning of the show, not at We're the not end telling of the show. you to do anything. Suggesting. Uh, this weekend in Dallas, Anime Fest, Game Fest, twenty twenty three is happening. Uh, if you're into anime and gaming uh corpus christi comic con is also this weekend at the american bank center there in corpus um next weekend the fifth is amacon in amarillo so ah, uh, yes good for them they're continuing with that they need help they're a good co- they're a good con i mean it's it's a weird place to try to have a con but i'm glad that they're continuing say con one more time con. Con. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Amarillo is so far away from everything other than Lubbock, and it's just hard to get there. I went to a convention there that was a while back, held by one uh, friends at the time um, at the Joy- Joyland. It wasn't Joyland. It was another um, amusement park, and it was really interesting. It was just really get again in August or something like that, and it was hot at an amusement park hot. on concrete, <laughs> and everyone's dressed up, and everyone was showing up going, what are you guys? Like, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Not really sure. Wearing a cool hat with goggles, man. I mean, it's 2011. Don't, don't you know? <laughs> okay, and now I think it's time Wonderland. to uh, 
talk about our our, our patrons. Where's my indeed? Where's my cheat sheet? Here we go. Texas <laughs> uh, Steampunk Connection uh, is brought to you in support in part by J.R. Seeger's A School for the Great Game. Edwardian teen Elizabeth Bancroft resents being sent to a finishing school in India. The college is, in fact, the British India School for Spies, teaching the family business of espionage, martial arts, and Tibetan mystic arts. A School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Raj series available on Amazon. We're also supported by Fair Treasures. Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made steam female-presenting costumes and accessories for steampunk and renaissance wear, and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fair, spelled with an E, treasures.com, or on Etsy. Uh, so uh, that's that's Kitty's store. Thank you for tuning in, Kitty. Thank you, uh, we Kitty. also want to thank our patrons over on Patreon, uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, uh, our certified aeronaut, Natalie McTavish. <gasps> yeah. And a generous grant from the crew of the Airship Hot Dog, Rita <laughs> yes! and Lois Allen. Yeah, and we encourage you, if you'd like to become a patron and be made fun of made fun of by name with with us, uh, go over there and, and help us out. Become an aeronaut yourself. <laughs> we will gladly make fun of you. It'd be fun. Make sure this it is would be our pleasure. Oh, yeah, it'd be our pleasure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anything else... Uh, we need to add before handing it over to our founder, Flavio. I think we're all right, everybody. Good night. And we will see you again in two weeks on Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Flavio. So once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening, Steampunk, that's happening soon. We can put it on our calendar on our Patreon. Um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at texassteampunkconnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a, remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, <laughs> you can look for us at TX Steam, Steam Connect, Connect One oh. Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges.